If you enjoy Our Sinclair and want to support the show, please visit our page at patreon.com slash Our Sinclair. I'm Aaron. And today we're going to be talking about Zenaps. Ooh. Zyn. Zynaps. Zynaps. Well, yeah. I don't know which one it is. I thought it was Zynaps. Yeah, I want to say Zynaps, but usually my instincts are wrong. Zynaps sounds kind of cool, too, though. Yeah. You can't go wrong with a Z game. No. Yeah. Especially ZY, back-to-back like that. Yeah. Now, if it would have been Zynaps, and instead of an S, X. Then you get ZY and X. See, that, then you're, that's, you're, that's too cool for school. Right there. <laughs> You've gone over the line. Yeah. Um, Aaron, this is a, this is a shooter. I want to talk to you about shooters because right. you played a few in your time. I have played a few, yeah. What in your mind makes a good shooter? Well, <laughs> for me or for the general public? I'm for talking me, about for you. For me, it has to be sort of easy. <laughs> Listen, I like rock and tunes mm-hmm. in there. Like, I like uh, uh, a ship that's not pathetic that you can build up <laughs> to not be so crappy. Uh huh. You know, like uh, I like. Uh, so you I, like games when you pick up a power-up and add stuff to your ship. I do. I do. Although I do like a game like Phoenix is a great game. where you've got. I like games that have shields mm-hmm. or a gimmick. Alcon, you know, that's got a cool gimmick in it. I don't, I, you know, but then again, I like even like Galaga, which I, is a perennial favorite. There's a gimmick, get the double ship. So that's cool. I think I like... Uh, do you like vertical or horizontal shooters better? I, 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 I prefer vertical. Do you? Yeah. I think I do too. Although I do, ha- I do like a lot of. I'll tell you why of uh, horizontal ones. The reason why is because too many horizontal shooters are flying in a confined space, so yeah. you don't have the full range of the screen. Yeah, well, that's true. I will say, you know, I back in the, the old days, I was a big fan of uh, Super Cobra and um, uh, Scramble. Mm. You know, the old flying bomb. Right. And, and uh, and this game has some elements of that, and that's kind of fun, mm-hmm. you know. So I kind of like that. So I I think I I think I like vertical better too. But there's some horizontal ones that I really enjoy, you know. But the, you know, I'm not the most talented shoot 'em up guy. Yeah, but, yeah. I mean, I I agree with almost everything you said. I like games where you you start out with a normal ship, and then you can you can build it up. I don't like games where you lose everything when you die, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, that's tough. And that, that seems to be... A, or another one I hate is when you had to start all the way to the beginning of the level. Right. Give me checkpoints. Yeah. And let me lose maybe... Get, take me down one notch. But don't make me start from the bare the bare. There's a lot of games again. that once you get... If you get killed at a certain point, you're boned. Like Alcon's an example. If you get if you get to a certain level and you don't have all your stuff, you're screwed. You're right. Get you just physically yeah, can't yeah. get by it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's talk about this week's game, a... Horizontally scrolling shooter, Zenaps. Yep, Zenaps. Now, uh, now I'm, I'm going to go on the assumption that every week that you have it, but I'm assuming you had never played this one. I've never played this one. So this was this one came out in '87, and it was published by uh, the Houston Consultants Limited. Now, now the the name Houston sounds familiar. Like maybe we've played another Houston game before. If we have, I, you, I don't it did, know. It, about didn't, it. it didn't come up. Yeah. Okay. Um, the uh, fellows that worked on this, though, they they are uh, an elite group, I'd say, at least some of them. Uh, the, the game was designed by Dominic Robinson, John Cummings, and the code was done by Robinson Cummings and a fellow named Michael Croucher. The graphics were done by those uh, Cummings, Robinson, and Stephen Crow. 
And, and Stephen Crow was a man of some renown. And Mark K. Jones was he in the Black Crows? No, he was not. But mm. he was. He's. Uh, well, I'll get to it. Uh, sound and music in this: uh, Steve Turner, J. Dave Rogers, Kevin Grieve, and Nigel Grieve. Um, so I looked up some of these guys, see what they'd done. Uh, John Cummings worked on, uh, and we. It's funny how these games pop back into our playfield, and luckily we know a lot of this stuff. He worked on Flying Shark. Remember that. <laughs> Well, you know, that was a game I don't think I ever played. I've just heard about. Yeah, we talked about this yeah, on the yeah, guys a long yeah. time ago. Super Off-Road, Dave, Iron, oh, Iron yeah. Man, Stewart, oh, yeah. Super One Off-Road, and Rainbow Islands. Mm-hmm. Dominic Robinson worked on Anarchy, Flying Shark. These are all Z, uh, ZX games. Uh, Star Tip 1, uh, uh, Tim Fallon's music, Uridium and Uridium Plus. Well, we've talked about Uridium. And Stephen J. Crow uh, has worked on a, on a bunch of stuff. Uh, Laser Snaker, Factory Breakout, Wizard's Lair, Starquake, uh, which is a game that I've heard quite a bit about, mm-hmm. uh, Fire Lord, Uranium, and Uranium Plus, Eliminator, Heavy Metal. Uh, and he was elected, uh, he won Best Programmer of the Year in 1986. And he also works at Blizzard. Wow. And he also worked on the Earthworm Gym series. Huh. Uh, Steve Turner, just to get into what he got up to, worked on Astro Clone, Avalon. Uh, Quasitron, which again we looked at. Um, John Phillips work on Eliminator, Impossible. I like that game. <laughs> uh, ne- and Nebulous. Now I found an interview here with uh, uh, Dominic Robinson, and just and just a couple highlights of it. I got. I thought this was neat because I, I don't think I've never heard of this. He got his start. They asked him where he got his start in programming. He started programming on calculators. That's where he oh, got. His, and that's okay. kind of neat. Yeah, that's kind of neat. Um, the first game he ever worked on, he converted uh, Uridium to the Spectrum, which really was a real big game on the C64. Yeah, I don't know that I've played that one. Is that another I, shooter? I know. I think me and Brent played it. I'm not sure you played it. Um, yeah. Uh, he said that uh, uh, Andrew Henson, which I'm assuming is the guy from uh, uh, from the uh, Henson Software Henson Consultants yeah. group there, told him... He came up to him and he said, write me a horizontal scrolling shoot-em-up. And he's like, all right. And so he wrote this, and it, it, according to him, they wrote this game in five months. Holy not, cow. Not, they knocked it out. Yeah. Uh, so so there you go. Um, so let's talk about the game. Oh, I should mention, this This debuted at a price of uh, almost eight pounds. Seven pound, nine five pieces. So this is a little more expensive than what we usually cover. This, I think that this is a, a normal game for the Spectrum. So this is not this pounds. is not a budget, not a budget title. and this did work on the forty eight k. So forty eight and one twenty eight. Oh yeah, yeah, but yeah. I mean, yep, yeah, yeah, right, exactly, ain't going up. So what is this game? This is like boats that hits a horizontal uh, shooter. Uh, when it comes up, it's got a cool load screen. Mm-hmm. I liked. I thought it was an attractive load screen. Mm-hmm. And when it comes up, you get a cool music. Yeah. I thought the music was again. We listen. We often talk about the. Sound that you would expect on the ZX Spectrum. Well, again, it's it's the difference between a 128 and a 48K system. Yeah, the 128 has a song, the 48K doesn't have the song. Yeah, I thought it sounded good. I played the I played it on the 128 emulator. So, um, the game is a horizontal shooter. You play, uh, and it's the plots, this usual crap. So, you play a ship. You're flying left to right, and you're trying to avoid bad guys, and you're trying to avoid um, uh, running into the walls. Pretty standard stuff, but this game has a gimmick. It's a great. It's a. And it's, I know I've heard of this gimmick before, but I couldn't place it. 
when you blow up a bad guy in this game, you you they leave behind this like uh, pulsating dot. Orb. Yeah, orb is better than dot. Mm -hmm. And you run over this thing. Now, if you run over it, that's fine. But if you run over it while you're holding down your button, you it's a you've got what's called a fuel scoop, mm -hmm. and you'll suck this thing up. And when you get enough of the stuff, you will upgrade your systems right. and your in your ship. The, this and that's awesome. That's and that little gimmick makes this game great. Now I, I got to tell you, I played. I started out playing this, and I was not I was not good at it, and I was not very impressed. I didn't know what I was doing. I had to go get the docs to read because I didn't mm -hmm. know the gimmick. Did mm -hmm. you know it right away? Well, no, I had to. Re I, I read the instructions before I start playing, so we uh, differ in that way. Yeah, yeah, I, I, uh, that was probably the way to go in this mm -hmm. one. I mean, I, yeah, but you look at this game, you don't think about that. And I was hitting space bar, and yeah, so I'm like, where's you, the? Yeah, I'm like, where's the gimmick? Well, I didn't know. Once you once you uh, hold your button down long enough, your ship sort of starts changing colors. Mm -hmm. That's when you know you're in fuel scoop mode. Right now, what does that do? Well. It changes the entire dynamic of the game, and it does that in in, a, in ways you wouldn't expect. When you kill these guys and they leave the orb, uh, you've got to make sure that you kill them in a place that you can get to. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you can shoot guys and they're in an obstacle; you can't get to the orb. Sometimes they're too close to one side of the screen that you can't right. get to the orb. Sometimes you don't shoot enough of the group to even get the orb to come up. Right. Yeah. So the the challenge comes just as much of destroying them as is figuring out where in their pattern you need to shoot them so you can get that orb. That's right. Something else that is something that you have to consider is uh, when you are uh, when you're playing the game and you're you see orbs standing around. You might have two, three, four orbs on the screen. You're like you're licking your chops. The mm -hmm. problem is. When you're collecting, when you're scooping these orbs, you don't get to shoot. Yeah, yeah. So you're and, vulnerable. And that is another aspect of the game that makes it lots of fun mm -hmm. because uh, you've got to you've got to make sure you're clear. Well, before yeah. You what what this game does is it presents the player with choice, and that is not common in these types of games. I mean, in most of these types of games, you're just trying to get from point A to point B, killing enemies and not dying. Right. This game makes you think a little. That's right. Um, I. I like the fact that the weapons are they're pretty diverse I like uh, my personal favorite weapon was uh, and we were just talking about Super Cobra uh, is, is this bit where you will drop bombs mm -hmm. uh, there's a there's a there's a bit where you, a reticle kind of comes out and, you, and it targets stuff and once you've targeted it, it's sort of your audio you'll automatically shoot it right that's pretty handy mm -hmm. uh, the uh, you're gonna need these additional weapons because the bad guys in this are actually this is an interesting game. We've played some of these uh, shooters on the Specky, and they have, they remind me of like the, the blood money, sort of the, just the guys come out and do it, they come out in a pad, and yeah. Blah, blah. yeah. And this one has some of that, but it's also got some pretty aggressive, smarter guys. Like, like the different types yeah, of characters act in a different way. I'm not sure if any of, the, any of the bad guys actually track your movements in this game. Mm -hmm. But they definitely there's a there there are varying patterns that are interesting that they appear in. Yeah, they'll charge like for example, sometimes they'll charge forward right at you. Right. Sometimes they'll they'll go off the sides and they'll shoot diagonally and their and their shots will cross and it's and it's uh, whoever came up with the way these guys fly, they knew how to screw with you mm -hmm. and and mm -hmm. and they're very good at that now. Uh, uh, there are multiple worlds in this. You've got a, and I thought these are kind of neat. You've sort of got the opening world where you just kind of fly into these sort of like I don't know generic tunnels in space. Then you, the second world is like uh, you're going to like an asteroid field, mm -hmm. which was pretty cool. Then you've got like a bubble world 
where there are like bubbles and stuff everywhere. And then you've got these sort of like oasis, like little like islands, like desert islands up in the sky. Right. You've got that. And there seems like there's another one. I'm trying, trying to think of what it is off the top of my head. I never got to these worlds. I cheated at this game early and often. Yeah, there's and, and there. I still couldn't get all the way past the second level. I got past the second level. I couldn't get past the bubble level. You know, it's funny. The uh, One of the things that I love about the Sinclair uh, with the emulator, I'm not sure how one did this uh, in, on the real machine, but if you go on World of Spectrum, there are all these poke commands yeah. and you just enter a series of numbers. Oh, have yeah. You tried That's them? how I cheat. Oh, man. I've never done it that way. That's a good idea. I just use save states. Mm. Um, the color clash on this is practically you'll probably won't even notice it. Mm-hmm. I mean it's it's there. Well most most enemies are single color. Yeah. And then like the the things that are multicolored are are there it's more like a gradient sort of thing. Yeah. Um I, oh, we should mention at the end of the levels are end bosses. Uh and uh now I will say one of the things I didn't like about the end bosses is that I at least the, the couple that I fought, you there's no one to know how you're how you're doing. Yeah. They don't even make a noise or yeah. even flash or anything. That is that's that that's the downfall of this game. It kind of reminds me of Hybris, how the game the game, the the scenery looks great, the enemies, the, mm-hmm. the attack patterns are all wonderful, but when it comes to the bosses, the bosses are kind of a letdown. They're they 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 they're large. They're large sprites, but they don't animate particularly well. They just sort of hover about and fire at you at a greater clip than the the normal enemies. They're will. they're big old enemies. And I mm-hmm. like the fact that uh, ally like an Alcon, you'll fight some for a while and they'll leave, mm-hmm. but right. you'll see them later. Right. They'll be coming back around, uh, and which is kind. Of, I always think that's kind of a neat thing. Adds, adds a little bit to it, uh, but. Uh, um, I did notice that the game's uh, the hit detection is not the best. Mm-hmm. Uh, to be completely honest with you, I, I think I, the, normally if I get beat, I'm mad. But I'm not, ha- but it happens. But uh, uh, the, the when they the, if the shots are somewhere close, you almost always die. Right. And I mean, you can be darn sure you're not shot, and you still get killed. Right. Now, one <clears throat> of the things that we should mention about the boss that is that is really genius because the spectrum can't really support a boss meter. You know, like, you know, in, in a modern game, when you get to the boss, there'll be a meter that pops out of the screen with health uh, and, and beat em ups and things you'll have. You know, they'll start to flash red when they're, when they're. But what this game does, just to let you know that you're hitting this, because the bosses are the only enemies in the game that are more than one hit, right. they do change color and they basically go through the entire spectrum. Spectrum. Ah. The, um, the, and the first boss, I don't remember him, the guy, the, I only got to the second boss. Mm-hmm. I don't remember them changing color. I don't remember that either, but I'm looking at it now on the video, so maybe it's only the later bosses that do that. But what a cool thing to do, you know, to let the player well, know that you're actually doing it's, something. It's what something needs to be done, because I couldn't tell. I was, if I, was, I wasn't even sure I was even hurting him until he mm-hmm. blew up. So um, this game has uh, redefinable keys. Mm-hmm. And now, believe it or not, Boat, and I never did this, but I actually played this one with a stick. I'm glad you're finally entering the, uh, well, the century mean, of the joystick. Listen, this right here is a this is a tough this is a tough get. You're going to have so much board. more fun now that you've left. Well, the no, I mean, I've always had the ability to use a stick. I, I know. Just, I just usually don't. I, I use. I it's like I like to play with my feet just because I can. Well, give me a break. It's not that bad. Um, uh, so overall. I thought this was. I think this is easily the best shooter shoot 'em up we've played on the system. I, I mean, I think this is far and away my favorite. It's got diverse stages. They're different looking. There's a ton of different enemies. There's uh, different weapons. There's cool sound. I mean, I wish the sound for his for your ship's firing was a little cooler, but it's okay. Uh, but the the uh, uh, I don't think it, it doesn't feel as robotic as some of the others we play where the guys just coming. It's to me I know they are sort of coming out doing their little shades, but it just they felt better. They're not coming out and doing curly cues and stuff. I mean they're 
they're more aggressive a lot of times, and they and they are they do different stuff that I enjoy. I'll tell you, I don't know how they're going to get much better than this. This is going to be tough to top. Yeah, I can't because this has even got it's got music, it's got everything. I can't think of a way the Spectrum could can make a better shooter than this game. I did like you know on the HUD, uh, you've got a little bit of a HUD that's got um, yeah, uh, you've got these rotating kind of looks like something off the original Star Trek series where it's just like a rotating helix for no reason at all, but it just looks cool. You got some gimmicks at the bottom of the screen, but they do tell you when you're like what your what weapon you're coming up on. It's great. You've got your number of lives at the bottom. the uh, The screen uh, is is actually very useful. I mean, it's it's yeah. it's, it's not just window dressing. It looks cool too. Yeah, it does look cool. You know, and and so you you bought the fuel scoop gimmick. You were down with that. Oh gimmick. yeah, yeah. I thought it was great. That made the game because it makes, like I said, it makes you think in a way that other games don't. Because other games, you just pick up the power up and you go. This game is like, well, I can I can pick it up. There's a bunch of monsters coming, so I've got to I'm going to be vulnerable. And yeah. should I do it or not? Now know? this game is hard. I will say something else too. I noticed I had to aggressively hit the fire button. Oh yeah. Oh, in yeah. fact, so aggressive that I, I got tired. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, really, if you've got the ability to put, turn on auto fire, the problem is if you have that, you're boning yourself on the scoop. Were you using that ergo stick? No, I, no, actually, I was not. Okay, no. I was going to say because that's the one downfall. Either that or the epics is using your, you know, squeezing the trigger multiple times. That's that's no good after a while. I was using my monster stick and I was having a blast just going yeah, to town this, with this, it. This it's it's sort of what would be nice if you could set up two buttons, one to be rapid fire and one to just be normal. That would be nice. And that way you could use the one that's normal to do your scooping mm-hmm. because what you rapid fire your means your bone. And yeah. I will say uh, until I knew about the scoop, this game I was not. I was like, "What does I, I? I can't do anything. I'm horrible." And, and it's not an easy game, is it? No. Oh no, no. It's, it's, I mean, I couldn't make it past the second stage without cheating. It's, yeah, it's it's pretty tough. Uh, it did not have it as far as I can tell. It didn't have any skill levels, both uh, that I saw. Um, the uh, according to what I read here, uh, there are 450 screens as wow. it scrolls through, which that's kind of neat. Um, so this was a this was a pretty popular game. Um, the World of Spectrum, which I love those guys. Mm-hmm. Again, they say we're a tail every week. Uh, gave The readers over there gave this, and this had a ton of votes, 251 votes, which is a lot, 8.46. Pretty good. So it wasn't just us. Um, Crash gave this a 91. Sinclair used it, gave it a 100. And, and the quote from them... That's about it, really. This is the game your joystick was designed for. <laughs> wow. I love that. The ha- I, 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 Here's some new ones for us. The Happy Computer, 82. Uh, the a German outfit called ASM gave it an 80. And Computer and Video Games gave this an 80. So well, I don't know how you give this an 80. Uh, you've got to be uh, out of your out of your mind uh, because I don't. Again, I don't. I don't. This is the. I mean, we don't have much to judge it by. So maybe that's what it is. But. To me, this seems like it's at the top of the heap, because you, you get you get a little bit of uh, you get a little bit of your scrolling action uh, shoot 'em up. You get a little bit of your super cobra going. You get a little bit of your uh, you know lock on. You get some different game variations. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tippity top. And by the way, it also has a, a high score table, so it's a bang bang operation. Uh, one last item: the uh, eBay uh, has this tape. Complete box, whole nine yards. If you're in the UK, you can get this for under ten bucks. That's an incredible deal. Uh, I'd love to uh, have a copy of this because I love it so much. I don't think 
I mean, this is definitely my favorite shooter yeah. on the Spectrum. Absolutely. No I mean, question. So this one, uh, pass, freshen your drink, governor. Or t- t- oh, t- yeah. T- more tea, more, tea, more yeah. tea, reverend. Uh, so anyway, uh, we got some people to thank, Aaron. Some people that make this show happen every single week. I want to thank our Patreon supporters, our uh, Spectrum supporters, Laurent Giroux, Gary Heather, Eric Nelson, Harbo Not, Graham Vebke, Frodo NL, Tapes from the Crypt, Pixels at Dawn, Chris Folds, Bossman Harrington, and Christopher Hassel. Thank you guys so much for um, for uh, supporting the show. And I also want to do some user reviews. We did get some user reviews. Uh, let's check them out real quick. Uh, and our internet is currently down, so we will not be able to get to those. So, uh, more fun from the West Virginian ISP. So what happens when you bring your internet with a hamster and a wheel. Yeah. So, so, you must be tired. Feed that sucker. Unfortunately, we're not going to be able to get to our user reviews this week. Uh, but we will, uh, we will be sure to be back with that next week. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, we will be back next Friday with a new show. And next weekend, we're going to play one of the all-time classics. Really? It's finally time. As we enter, as we near the mid-year mark for our Sinclair, we're going to play Ultimate Play the Game Zone, Jetpack. Oh, okay. Yeah. That one we play. All right. That yeah. sounds great. I've been yeah. wanting to give it a whirl. All right, guys. We'll see you then. Until next week, rewind tape. And press play.